Welcome to Apple at Work, the podcast all about how Apple intersects with businesses, schools, healthcare, retail, and everything in between. My name is Bradley Chambers. Uh, this week, my uh, guest is Weldon Dodd from Kanji. Weldon, welcome back to Apple at Work. Hey, great to be back, Bradley. Thanks for having me on again. So have you uh, recovered from RSA? That's uh, a long week. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, I, yeah, it was a really busy show. There's lots of people there and a um, lot of, you know, a lot happening on the show floor. But yeah, I, I think I've recovered a bit. We're we're pretty excited, still buzzing from the response to Kanji at the show. Yeah, RSA is, 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 in my opinion, one of the better done trade shows of the year. It, it honestly reminds me of uh, in some ways, what Macworld used to be for the Apple community and, and RSA is that for the um, security community. Just a lot, a lot of great announcements, um, one of which was uh, Kanji uh, releasing or announcing the release of its new endpoint detection and response uh, product as part of Device Harmony. So, um, yeah, congratulations. I, I watched the the, the uh, YouTube video where uh, you all announced it. Really, really well done. I think it's a, you know, if you're a Kanji customer, it makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, give us the give give us the idea. I, you know, how long have you been working on this product? Um, yeah, it's it's been years in the making, and it really kind of goes back to some of the original vision for Kanji when it was started. You know, four or five years ago, was that we really see you know the, these two worlds of device management, endpoint management, and security, endpoint security coming together. And we wanted that to happen in our in our own platform. So there, there's a couple of things I think are really valuable about what we're doing and potentially of interest to to people. You know, one is that we're an Apple focused company. We provide tools to manage Apple devices in in businesses and enterprises, and uh, we're, we're trying to do that in a, in a way that we can address the whole life cycle of managing those devices, not only MDM and device configuration and management, but also securing them from threats. And uh, there's other aspects as well that we hope to continue to build on. Um, <clears throat> the other is that because it's uh, in one platform, like there's a single agent there and that addresses agent fatigue, but r- really more importantly, I think the ease of deployment and how streamlined that experience can be. So um, those two factors, right? The focus on Apple from the very beginning and kind of building it from the ground up that way. And then also a really integrated experience that brings IT and InfoSec together and creates a really straightforward solution for deployment um, uh, is, is interesting. Yeah, I mean, you you really are seeing this converging of the worlds between IT and security. And even if the teams are so separate, they're largely still, you know, working with the same information or needing the same information. So you've got the IT team managing the fleet of devices, but then the security team is concerned about the data these devices are generating. I mean, I think uh, every study I see uh, says that that um, uh, data is growing at like a 25% cager. So like mm-hmm. the, the amount of data that it, like an organization has today, you know, this, this, you know, log data, metric data, uh, telemetry data is growing at a pace. that's like really, really rapid, but um, it's because there's such a, a concern in this security world of like staying ahead uh, of threats. And so every, 
um, you know, every endpoint you have, every device in the field, uh, that, that, div- that's potentially a breach and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, remote works great, but it also brings a lot of additional challenges. It in some ways was a lot easier when the firewall could be the gatekeeper. Everybody walked in, badged in, and you knew what, you know, there's kind of one way in and one way out from a network perspective. Right. Um, yeah. You were able to do a lot more when it was just like, we can really lock down the firewall and, and, and kind of collaborate pull this data throughout the firewall and then you 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 think of like and not even just remote work but just like field employees uh so again if you're a um uh you know a organization uh, let's just say i don't know like a 7-eleven you've got uh field managers um who they carry devices that go into or go into the company they access the go into the stores go to hotel they're managing the remote locations uh, every POS system, everywhere they're accessing data is potentially a place for a breach. And, and so like security teams are, are really, really struggling. And, and so I think one of the, one of the things I'm really thankful for Apple for is like building this, this endpoint that companies can tie into. So that's one thing a company kind of doesn't have to, when they're evaluating tools, they don't have to think about is like, how well does this work with Macs? It's one of those they just have to know, is this using Apple's native way to do endpoint security? Where I think, you know, and it's smart of Apple to realize, like, hey, the Mac has great security built in, but organizations sometimes need more than we're going to put in built in. Uh, and they also need to be able to, like, produce logs and produce data for compliance reasons. Like, hey, do we have this and we are secure. Um, yeah. You know, what, what's been the, you know, obviously, I'm sure a lot of your customers are, are thrilled. What was the announcement? You know, obviously, you all announced this the week of RSA. Uh, what was the buzz on the show floor about the announcement? Yeah, it's interesting. There, it, People fall into a few categories there, I think. There were definitely, you know, some folks who came by and, is, and you know, we have the tagline up on our booth about securing your Apple devices. And there's a few people that come by and ask like, wait, what do you mean? I thought Apple was secure by default, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, you get through that conversation, there's a different group of people that say that, oh, you know, we actually, we have a few different tools that cover this space for us today. Uh, and when we dig into that, we, we see there's maybe some challenges in sharing data across those different tools. There's a CSB shuffle that can happen where, you know, one team produces a list in a comma separated value file, sends that CSV over to the other team and they do that back and forth and they see some interest in consolidating that and closing the distance between detecting a threat and um, acting on it by using, being able to use MDM actions as a way to respond to that is, is really interesting. Um, And there's a, a third group that says, you know, Hey, this is something that's really important to us. We want to get into it. We haven't picked anything yet. Um, we'd love to to learn more. So I, I think for us, you know, in all those conversations, there's a couple themes that emerge. One is, you know, responding to something you said earlier about using Apple's native um, tools like Endpoint Security Framework and some of the other things they built into the platform, like system integrity protection, gatekeeper, X-protect, whatever. There's a lot of uh, tooling and features that are built into the platform natively that help protect users. But uh, larger customers, they they want all those tools and then they want some additional you know, intelligence layered on top of that so they have visibility into what's happening across the fleet. You know, all these things work great um, on individual endpoints, but how do I as a IT admin, as manager, as a CISO, um, 
How do I understand what's happening across all my fleets? And that's where different tools like Kanji can come into play and help out. We're really proud of the fact that we built all of our uh, features on top of those native Apple platform features and APIs. Um, We're using ASF to do file detection. That has a very direct impact on performance. And so we can see that the number of file scans that we're able to do compared to some of our competitors, that's interesting to look at. Um, the We use Swift for building our agent. So having a type safe and security minded language to develop our tooling in is a, a huge benefit for, uh, benefit for us to start from. And I, I think that creates an opportunity for us to do something that's a little bit different than some of our competitors who've been in the space longer and, you know, have a really good track record, but they're trying to be multi-platform. And so there's some challenges there and being ready for the release date changes that Apple makes, you know, with things like security entitlements we saw with um, some previous versions of Mac OS where it took a while for some security vendors to be ready with their product. And we think there's a real opportunity for us with our, very tight focus on serving Apple customers to, you know, be ready for those changes when they're announced to be built right on top of the APIs that Apple is providing so that we can be ready for anything that comes up and and help protect our customers in a way they'll appreciate. This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work should be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on and enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. So in the blog, which I'll link in the show notes, it really kind of dives deep into what's going here. It says that the Kanji EDR runs on the proprietary Kanji agent and is managed through Kanji's web app uh, alongside MDM. So for someone that like doesn't have EDR today, does this mean that like adding EDR support is essentially like a PO transaction where like you have the technology already in your fleet? Yeah, so there's a couple benefits to, you know, having this single agent. One is to address agent fatigue. You know, we talk to a lot of IT admins, they're stacking agent on agent on agent to solve problems, you know, for their organization, and there's a cost to that in terms of resources on the endpoint, the administrative overload of um overhead of administrative overhead, sorry, of managing all those different solutions. That's one aspect of it. Um the other is just the ease of deployment. So, you know, you've chosen Kanji as your device management partner. All your devices are enrolled. They're currently being managed by Kanji. Enabling EDR is really just as simple as going into your console and saying, I want to apply what we call the avert library item to your blueprint for those devices. So you add that item, 
you have a choice of if you want to run it in detect mode to just identify the threats and let you know about them or to have a more active protect mode where we will quarantine any uh, malicious files, either malware or potentially unwanted programs, pups, um, automatically quarantine those so they can't execute. And because the agent's already there, enabling it through adding this library item is very straightforward. Just a couple clicks and save and you're done. You don't have to think about uh, distributing this in agent, making sure it installs correctly, that it's sending telemetry back to whatever other console or system that you have set up. It's all self-contained in Kanji, which just means the speed to deploy is significantly improved alongside the other benefits. Well, no, that that's a huge benefit when it's not um... – you don't have to retool an architecture to deploy this. And again, we mentioned um, just the sheer amount of data that's going to be generated. What are your customers, you know, if they're needing to store this data for long periods? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you all do an incredible job, like, you know, helping them isolate. And, and But, like, let's say someone for retention has to store this for a year. Where the, where are they sending that data? Or, or is that stored within Kanji now? Can it be stored within Kanji? Or you, do you help them funnel that into like a, some sort of data lake. Yeah. So that all that data is available in the Kanji platform. So customers can sign up and um, see the previous detections and what actions have been taken. It is really critical for, uh, you know, you need to do two things, right? You need to protect your organization, but you also need to prove that you're protecting your organization, not only to your internal leadership, but maybe to, external parties like an auditor or to partners that want a reassurance that you're able to prove that you're protecting your org. And so having access to the historical data, that audit trail of what's happened on an endpoint is really valuable. So you can view that directly in the Kanji console. Um, A lot of that data is available through our API as well. So if you're looking to ingest it into another system, that would be one way to do it. Um, Customers have definitely shared with us that they would love to be able to access this data in another tool like a SIM or a log aggregation tool, you know, think of things like Splunk, Logarithm, whatever, and, and Snowflake, which you mentioned. Um, and so that's something that uh, we're very interested in in solving as well. You know, how to take all this combined information, all the all the intelligence, all the information we understand about the device through MDM, through our agent, and combining that with the threat intelligence that we have about what's happening with threats across your fleet, being able to pull that together into one uh, location for analysis and for looking at the data we think is going to be really valuable. Yeah, I I think it really hits home to me what you said about not only is it important to secure an organization, but to be able to prove it. Again, you're thinking of SOC 2 audits and and things like that. and that's where, you know, I mentioned that uh, the data growth, I mean, gosh, the the amount of data that a single endpoint will generate in a given year is really kind of crazy. And then you just, you start to like layer on, okay, you get endpoint data there. Then you've got SaaS tools are going to be spitting out logs out like crazy. And it's just security teams are honestly, you, you kind of feel for security teams in 2023. There are threats everywhere. 
And there is, in some ways, like finding the malware, like you almost need, that's where like the, you know, some of the tools you all mentioned is like, it's almost like having an assistant helping you kind of isolate that and then go act on it. Uh, but it, I mean, the threats are even as secure as Mac OS, iOS, and, and uh, Apple's platforms ultimately are. Um, it's just, it's just a real, real challenge because ultimately there are still things that even though like something may you know, X protect might, you know, detect something, but like if a user downloads a malicious application that, that, you know, does, you know, some sort of keylogger, you know, ultimately if the user, let's say has admin, local admin rights, they can get something installed. And that's where they're having that uh, EDR component. They can say, Oh, uh, nope. It's acting again. It's like acting as like virtual AI for the security team that can just like deal with that, send an alert and let a team, uh, you know, deal with that. Uh, again, that, you know, it's, it's, happens whether the team's in the office or the remote around the world. Uh, I think it's, you know, I think it's really, really incredible. Um, what's, uh, what's next for Kanji? I'm sure there's, there's other things. I mean, obviously you all have a, a platform you're building out. Um, what's the focus of, for you all for the rest of 2023? Yeah, we're, we're super excited about, about EDR. Um, so that's in general availability for all customers today. Uh, that have U.S.-based instances. We'll be rolling that out to um, our, our customers and partners that have EU or Europe-based instances later in the year. Um, in addition to that, we we see really rounding out the platform with uh, some other pillars in our device harmony story. And so one of those is vulnerability management. So in contrast, you know, EDR is about blocking programs that you don't want to be on the endpoint that you didn't intend to be on there that got, um, you know, are malicious. Um, the vulnerability management is more about being aware of vulnerabilities within software that you did intend to install tools that you probably rely on. Um, zoom, Slack, Chrome, whatever, all pieces of software have some vulnerabilities. And so having information about, what your risk is, what the exposure is, um, helping your team understand if they need to do something about this, and then ultimately to lead to action to patch those applications and get them up to date, right, is um, something that we see happening within vulnerability management. So that's uh, in early access right now, coming soon. We're going to follow that up with um, visibility, which we really see as the the key feature there is the ability to get real-time or near real-time answers to questions you have about your fleet. So if you're maybe uh, threat hunting or you just have a, another question that needs to be answered about what's happening right now across my fleet, being able to ask those questions and get an answer in near real-time is what we're planning to deliver in visibility. And then the last piece is compliance, where um, compliance policies and compliance management is a place where a lot of these things come together. So to achieve compliance with things like SOC 2, well, you need EDR. for That is one of the things that they ask about. Um, you need some other security controls from MDM um, and, and bringing those together to be able to prove that you're compliant and to monitor compliance over time. So if a device drifts out of compliance, how long does it take to remediate that state and get it back into compliance and have that audit trail to prove that you've maintained compliance is, is really valuable. We think there's, we think there's something really important about compliance where it it is, 
it's a nice scorecard for IT teams, for admins to measure themselves against and to understand if they're doing the job that they've been asked to do. Um, it's much better to detect a problem in your testing and in, in your evaluation of your audit um, than it is to experience that in a real breach, right? And so those um, compliance policies and frameworks and the scorecards that they provide are a really useful tool for teams to be a bit more proactive and having the right tooling and responses in place. But we also think like that's going to be an important lens for teams to decide what they should be focusing on and a way for them to measure their success in, in doing their job. There's um analogy I'm going to use here that I want to try out with you, Bradley. I was at a um I was at a special Olympics meet the previous weekend and it was a swimming event. So the uh, lots of athletes in the water, swimming different distances, different strokes. And, and off to the side was the dive pool. And one of the features in the diving pool is this water spray that hits the top of the water and it disturbs the top of the water. Um, and it's there because as the diver is going through their twists and turns and approaching the water, having, having a clear view of when they're going to hit the water is really important to stick that landing, the entry into the water to be perfectly vertical, to have their hands in the right position, to really nail that critical moment of their dive to be ready for it. And so by trying to shine a light on these security topics for Mac admins, part of what we're trying to do at Kanji is create that visibility of the moment that's coming up for all admins, where they're going to enter the water at a critical moment where they need to be able to show that they're protecting their fleet. They can prove it uh, with an auditable trail and history of what's happened and go through that transition you know, of entering the water as smoothly as possible. Um, we think admins have that same kind of challenge, right? They have twists and turns. They're being asked to do all these kind of uh, aerobatics and gymnastics as they go through their day and take care of all the business of running their organization and their team. But there is a critical moment approaching where they need to enter the water smoothly, if you will, and make this transition smoothly. And so by bringing, you know, IT and security topics together, disturbing the water a little bit. So everyone has a clear view of where that moment is, we think uh, hopefully will be valuable to our customers and our friends around the industry. Yeah, that's a great analogy. I, I think the visibility and being able to have this like holistic view and, and I feel like what you said about like, wh- like how is my fleet doing right now? Um, and, and I think that just that data and, and, and like, you know, not even like in some sort of like AI way, but just like to know, okay, uh, getting this question, are, are we concerned here? Do we have this, you know, how, how you know, this this app has a known vulnerability. Where are we at on that? How, how quickly can I know? Where's my fleet at on that application? How quickly can I get a patch out? How quickly can I can report back and, and have it logged that we are patched here? Um, and again, it's, you know, and it's not that the, like the Apple IT professionals have had their, head in the sand for years but in some ways i feel like the industry is has finally caught up to the fact that like the mac is now a peer to to the pc as an endpoint um with with the tools with the use cases with with the you know and again i know obviously windows is still the dominant 
you know, dominant device type, but um, th- the Mac has to be taken seriously as an enterprise endpoint now. And I, and I think it's, and I think it's really, really cool to see the industry really, you know, building tools from the ground up. And I think one of the things that's, that's great is that like, we don't have this legacy baggage on, on, on Mac and iOS that like, we're like having to build and support these tools from, 10 years ago, these frameworks from 15 years ago, like everything can be best practices from first principles. Um, and then really everybody wins. The users still have a really great experience. And I think that's the key here. Like we want end users to still have a great experience using their devices, but while also giving IT and security teams the visibility they need uh, not only to stay secure, but to prove that they're staying secure or doing the things that stay secure for audit and compliance reasons. Um, yeah, it, it's really, really exciting stuff. I mean, it sounds like you all have a you know, pretty ambitious roadmap, um, but I, I, I do like the fact that you're layering. You know, what it, what, it, what I'm visualizing here is with the with the Kanji agent is that you built this strong foundation, and now you're layer able to layer on services and insights on top of that uh, without adding additional like a t- additional technical debt uh, to the end user's device. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, one of the one of the unique things about the Apple ecosystem is that, you know, you need MDM to do these things. MDM is how you enable the entitlements to, do, you know, provide full disk access to any kind of EDR tool. It's the mechanism that you have to enforce these low level policies. It's the lowest level tool or lever that you have to pull to enforce security controls on the device. And so, you know, absolutely bringing these things together, we think will be really interesting for customers that being able to combine, um, you know, EDR tools, there's a lot of good tools out there. Like, I don't want to pretend that we're not aware of the good work that our competitors are doing already. And that uh, a lot of IT admins have been really successful with their Mac deployments already. We just think there's something interesting to add to the industry in bringing uh, EDR and these security tools closer together with the native frameworks that Apple provides to secure and manage your devices. So bringing security and MDM together, closing that gap a bit, uh, closing the distance between them, uh, we think is going to be really interesting. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, again, these 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 industries, if they're not, or these departments, if they're not converging, you certainly got a dotted line across where they really have to have a um, pipeline of communication because there's there's too much important data being uh, that that often is siloed, um, and that mm-hmm. that really slows an organization down. So, uh, Weldon, thanks for coming on the show. I'll have a link in the show notes uh, uh, to the uh, to the uh, YouTube video for the announcements. You all did a great job, and uh, I'll say, uh, you know, I, I can cut this out if I need to, but it was startling, you know, watching the video because I was watching it as a refresher, and uh, you grew a beard in between the time uh, you all <laughs> shot the video to now, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. it was startling, but. But, uh, hey, you pull off the beard as well as anybody I know. I think you should keep it. Uh, I'll take that under advisement. I, I have a few uh, important counselors in my life I need to get final approval from, but I appreciate <laughs> having your recommendation. Yeah, no, we'll uh, link to um, uh, the landing page for Kanji's EDR product. Again, it's um, uh, I think I, I think, and I heard you say this too. I think the, the, again, there are a lot of great uh, EDR platforms uh, on on that work great on macOS, and I think it's a win for customers. And I, and I think that's uh, again, it goes back to the really good frameworks that Apple built in that companies can come in and and build 
you know, experiences that are going to work well for different organizations. And customers have a lot of choices when it comes to uh, how to uh, secure their fleet. And when the customers have good choice, a lot of choices, that's a win for everybody. And, and so uh, lots, lots of, lots of great things for, if you're an Apple admin, it's really never better than better time. You have great hardware from Apple. You've got, you know, I think Mac OS is as stable as it's ever been. And there's a lot of great companies that like, again, I go back to like, we just don't have this like legacy baggage on, on Mac OS. It feels like right now, it feels like Apple made some tough decisions many years ago and we're at a really healthy spot because of it. Um, and you're at a place where security is not uh, a, a slowdown on Mac OS for the end users. And that's when that's the case, everybody wins. So, uh, well, thanks for coming on the show. We'll have links to everything we talked about in the show notes and we'll see everybody again next time.